0: And mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today is from Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Dear friends in Christ, at the beginning of this summer I had a chance to meet with all the reserve chaplains in the military in the Edmonton area. And at this meeting the deputy division chaplain announced that I was going to be serving as the acting brigade chaplain for 41 Brigade. After hearing this, one of the chaplains turned towards me and said, well, what is your vision for brigade chaplaincy? What would your mission statement be for the chaplains of Brigade 41? I was caught off guard by the question as I thought, I have no idea what this new role entails anyway. But I turned to the chaplain and I said, well, do your job. She kind of got a sour look on her face and said, well, that is not very original, is it? The answer to that is a definitive no. Canadian chaplains have served Her Majesty's troops for over a 100 years, and everything within the military has a rule to govern it. There is the Queen's regulations and orders, standard operating procedures for every situation imaginable. There's the chaplain's handbook the commander of the army's statement of intent, each commanding officer that we serve in each unit has a statement of intent, there is defense policy, and the list goes on and on. So how was I going to come up with something original? And yet, and yet, we all want original, don't we? Same is boring, and new is exciting. And we like exciting. We like original We like novel. In my house at Christmas, you always knew that one of the presents under the tree was going to be a bunch of socks or underwear. And I would open that gift and feign surprise and feign appreciation and then think, all right, let's move on to the good stuff. It was the same with supper every day in my household. I would rush home from school and ask my mom, what's for supper? And my mom's response was always, always, meat and potatoes, to which I would hang my head and sigh thinking, meat and potatoes, always meat and potatoes. I wanted toys for Christmas and chocolate for supper because socks and meat and potatoes are boring. And so it is in our spiritual lives. We get bored. As sinners, we get bored. Andrea and I have this thing where she asks me, what's the sermon about on Sunday? And I always answer, always, Jesus. And as I answer, I see her lips moving in sync with mine, mouthing the name Jesus. And so we gather here this morning, and if I were to pose the question, if you were to pose the question to me, as I did to my mother, what's for supper? If you were to ask me the question, what's for worship this morning, pastor? I tell you, It is the same. It is the same liturgy. It is the same structure. It is the same sermon about the same Savior with the same meal being served. Boring. Not new. Not novel. But how many people have said to me that this is the problem? Because this divine service is not original Sunday after Sunday. That because of this, they say our young people are staying away. They do not find it relevant Or people find the liturgy boring. The problem, though, is not the relevance of the liturgy or the word of God or worship, but us. Our sinful nature craves to be entertained by new things, by shiny things. Part of the work that God calls me to do is to keep you alert and to keep myself alert to the magnificence of salvation. There are times in our lives, or maybe times in the church year, that we feel like we have a special encounter with God's saving love. But as long-in-the-tooth Christians, the grace of God becomes familiar, a familiar part of the landscape of our lives. And the words of forgiveness and salvation become cliché. Words on a Valentine's card from God to you. I have written sermons thinking that sermon is both good and original. But after going over my manuscript, I realize the part that is good is not original, and the part that is original is not good. So the writer of Hebrews in today's lesson reminds us about what it looks like to worship as a Christian, what it looks like to live as a Christian. He says, continue in brotherly love. This is nothing new or original. In fact, This is the grind of everyday Christian life. Love your neighbor as yourself. The imperative of the law that we never achieve. And the writer of Hebrews follows this with a less than novel reminder to not forget to be hospitable to strangers, to remember the prisoner and the mistreated because they are in the same broken flesh as you are. The writer then says, honor the marriage bed. Keep true to your spouse, though it may seem at times mundane. Be content with what the Lord has given you, although the draw of wealth may seem to offer something new. And then the writer of Hebrews reads the word of God, and after he gives the law of God to his readers, he says, here is God's word. Psalm 118, verse 6, he quotes, saying, The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Then the writer of Hebrews points the readers to his letter to remember to look back on what their pastors have spoken to them, God's word, and then he says, "Consider what the outcome was of their faith, and intimate, uh, intimate imitate their faith, not their works, not their lives, but their faith, because it really has nothing to do with their pastors, but their Savior." Which they proclaimed. And who is that? Well, the writer of Hebrews states it right away. Jesus Christ. He is the Savior. He is the same. Yesterday and today and forever. Boring. Boring old Jesus. The same old guy yesterday and today and forever. God doesn't change. He isn't flashy or boisterous, showy or flamboyant. He is the same. The prophet Malachi says why he is the same. God says, I, the Lord your God, do not change. So you, O sons of Jacob, are not destroyed. God knows that you and I, like every sinner that has come before us, we are drawn away from him by the novelty of the world, the temptations of the devil, and the weakness of our own sinful flesh. So in his unchanging love... He did something different. He sent his son to be a sacrifice for sins. The writer of Hebrews says in Christ, we have a different altar from the Old Testament Jews, a different sacrifice and a different meal. All because our Lord chose to do something different, to take on human flesh and die as one of us for us. Jesus came to die in the place of sinners as a sinner. To die on common ground outside the gates of the holy city as a man smitten and stricken by God in our place so that we might know the unchanging love and forgiveness of God all day, every day. Jesus changed the old covenant to make something new. He says, behold, I am making everything new. And what is this new thing? A new testament for you. One where you are not a slave to sin, but a son of the kingdom. Where your eyes of faith are focused not on this sin city, but on the eternal city that is to come. Jesus' New Testament is one where you can approach the holy of holies. And without intercession of a priest, hold in your hand the very body and blood of Jesus Christ and eat and drink him for the forgiveness of sins and the strengthening of your faith unto life everlasting. And so we gather this morning, and the liturgy and this sermon is and was about Jesus. And I know that in the mix of the minutiae of your everyday life, your grind, you dragged yourselves out of bed, not because it is new or exciting, but because Jesus does not change. His love for you does not change change. You come. Some of you because you feel guilt or shame. Some of you because you are angry or sad. Some because you are bored or lost, broken or in bondage to sin and cannot free yourselves. But I tell you, Jesus loves you. He has you. He forgives you. He walks with you. And soon, very soon, Our Lord will come and take you to that eternal city that he has gone to prepare for you. Jesus will come and take you home. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages please join us for more information you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com call us at 780-430-7382 or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com better yet stop in for a visit until then may the Lord bless you and keep you may the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you may the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace